When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Monday, the 25th of September. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, the army has been placed on standby after a mass walkout by armed Metropolitan Police officers over a decision to charge a colleague with murder. This after the Metropolitan Police Chief and the Home Secretary called for increased legal protections for armed officers. Meanwhile, senior Tories have warned Rishi Sunak that scrapping the HS2 rail line from Manchester, sorry, from Birmingham to Manchester would be a gross act of vandalism and would mean a abandoning the North and the Midlands. And in Hollywood, after five months of strike action by writers, a tentative deal has been reached with studios and streaming services. But will any of us notice? 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots, as always, to talk about on the show, both at home and abroad. Um, but um, as, you, as is often the case, we're talking about the Metropolitan Police today, the biggest police service in the country, the London Police Service, uh, but also talking about the abject failure of this country uh, to deal with any major infrastructure projects 
whatsoever. They either don't happen, uh, they happen uh, far too late, uh, they become big white elephants, they cost three or four times more one than they were supposed to, and uh, they don't really achieve anything they were supposed to do. So, I mean, HS2 fits in very well on that. Well, it's possibly going to be another key leg scrapped on Friday. We'll be talking about that, no doubt, for much of the week. But certainly the focus today is on what happens to armed police officers if they do use their weapons in the course of their duties. Uh, this comes after an officer currently anonymous, not uh, named in court, although there's a hearing on Friday this week about whether or not that officer will or will not be named, uh, was charged with the murder of a uh, young man, Chris Cabber, in South London. That shooting happened in September last year. Now, that case is now a live criminal proceeding. Therefore, commenting on that case, the background, the circumstances of that case is a contempt of court, and rightly so. However, the decision for that uh, police officer to be uh, uh, basically facing a murder charge after all this time uh, led to some 300,000, sorry, 300,000, 300 armed officers in the Met who walk out as 10% of all of the firearm staff in uh, London. That's including counter-terrorism officers. That meant that the army, special forces, had to be put on standby to cover a shortage of officers. Uh, Home Secretary Swella Braverman spoke out sort of in support of officers officers uh, in these circumstances, as did also the Met Chief Sir Mark Rowley. Well, I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of this. What is your reaction to that decision uh, for a charge, uh, charging of a colleague for it with murder and the walkout by um, officers? Um, bearing in mind, cannot talk about the actual murder charge that has actually been given. That is a contempt of court. It's really important in this country that we have due process, that we stick to that no matter who it is. But do give us your reaction to what these officers uh, are doing. Uh, give us a call on 0344-499-1000. You can text TALK to 8722, then your message, and you can tweet me at TALK TV. Let's get the thoughts first, though, uh, from Sam Armstrong. He's a commentator. He's also with the Free Speech Union, which I'm also a member. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Um, has been quite an extraordinary case. Um, I say, leaving aside the individual circumstances of the charging of this one police officer in relation to Chris Cabot, the, there has been concern before by police officers about uh, their colleagues being, you know, discharging their weapons in the course of their duties and then facing charges later. Yes, and this was their nightmare moment. R remember, uh, it's not a comment on the case to say that the minimum sentence for murder is life imprisonment. Yeah. Now, you and I go to work, and if we get something wrong on the show today, the station could get sued, it could lose its licence, but fundamentally, yeah. little is going to happen to us. These officers go to work every day carrying lethal firearms mm -hmm. and are told, in these circumstances in which people are in danger, you have to, yeah. have to. Your job shoot. is, Your job to, is yeah. to shoot at the core of this person to stop them. But if you get that wrong, we're not going to be with you necessarily. In fact, we're going to investigate you. OK, and if you've got oh, that we, wrong, we should have investigations. There's always been investigation when uh, uh, an armed officer uses his or her weapon. And certainly if someone is, is killed as a result of that. Um, but an investigation, it shouldn't be the same. I think we can all agree, surely it shouldn't be the same as an investigation into, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, whether it's a gangland murder or, or a crime of passion or they, they, there shouldn't be the same some of the same assumptions given. I mean, given given that, I mean, roughly every year there are in 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 Metropolitan Police there are eighteen thousand um, cases where uh, police are called to uh, to the armed police are called to you know basically come on duty and to uh, 
uh, and to you know be there on on site with their weapons. This is an amazing stat. Okay, what percentage of occasions? What percentage of out of those roughly eighteen thousand times that armed officers are on the scene of of an of an event, a crime, or as an investigation? What percentage do you think result in an uh, an officer actually? Firing a bullet, whether someone dies or is injured or not, what percentage? Well, in the UK, it is minuscule. I would imagine less than 1%, quite substantially less. It's 0.05%. It's not even, it's not 1%, it's not 0.1%, it's 0.05%. The idea that we have trigger-happy officers is for the birds. Yeah, absolutely right. We have policing by consent. And broadly speaking, broadly speaking, it works better. By the way, it works a darn sight better than it does over in France, in Germany, with our more sophisticated European oh, yes. uh, allies. Who I'd rather are, be the hands of the British police and the French police any day of the week. Yeah, can certainly say that. But I do wonder, actually, uh, and look, obviously in this circumstances, we can't talk about this matter, but we have this approach that criminal proceedings are live. Cannot talk about it. There's mm. an investigation going on. We cannot talk about it. In the US, where this is obviously a much bigger problem the first response of a police force whenever there is a shooting is to release the footage yeah. is actually to get it out there to well get it is now in the wake of george floyd uh, sure like. but in the u.s they have this principle that a that the transparency is going to help and b that actually they trust juries to make decisions based on the facts per the jury instructions that they're given. Yeah, the, tr- the trouble is in that case that a lot of stuff that isn't fact does also get to the public domain. And as I say, having, I've only had a tiny, tiny, tiny little experience as a juror, but also as being a reporter sitting in court cases uh, when I was a news reporter. Um, often what the jury hears is very different and, and from what, you know, people have been... Rumours on the internet uh, are very, very different, aren't they? I mean, this is the thing. Look, there's already been quite a lot of information out in the public domain about this particular case. But you see... You you could extrapolate from you, know, you don't have to use this case example. In in there have been numerous cases where police officers um, are asked to come to the scene and they make split second decisions either to they believe to protect other people, protect the public, or to protect themselves when they feel that someone is a danger. And they were often told off as oh well you know we'll go back to Mark Duggan oh well they weren't armed they didn't have a gun. In fact there was a gun found nearby. The fact that this person. Two other people in the car, the Mark Duggan case. This is another famous celebrated case. And two other people in the, who were in that car with him um, were later convicted by other jurors of of basically being on their way to basically go and kill somebody. You know, I mean, you know, he was a wrong one. Everyone knew he was a wrong and the police had to be reason to suspect he was a danger. He wouldn't get out of the car. He wouldn't, you know, that in that case, you know, police officers didn't uh, didn't end up, you know, going to jail. But, you know. We only know the circumstances of these things when it comes out. There are a lot of people who will just have a general distrust of the police. And then there are a lot of people who have a, well, I think the police will definitely be right no matter what. And they'll have a distrust of someone. Someone, by definition, if they've been shot by a police officer, they must have been a bad person. And that is where you get into difficulties. There needs to be an investigation. But would you do a job? Where, as you say, you know, if you were carrying a weapon and they're not paid anything extra for this, there's their high status. But you're not paid anything extra to be an armed officer. If they're, they're actually, if you did carry out the job you were paid and trained to do, there is every chance you could end up facing jail time. Yeah, we like to forget that out there in parts of London, it is dangerous. There That's are dangerous, the nasty evil people out there that are selling drugs, that are engaged in criminality, that are prepared to use lethal extreme violence 
with a seeming sense of imperviousness to any consequences. And we ask every day officers to go out there to put themselves between those monsters and ourselves so that we can sleep safe at night. They do so for, frankly, paltry pay. They do so in under extreme criticism, which they do not deserve. And they do so at severe personal risk, both of injury and of criminal proceedings. And it seems to me that this episode, that this feeling of 300 officers who are walking away from a job that they presumably love and do well, should be a wake-up call to all of us, that we rely on them. They are the guards at the gates that keep the barbarians from us every day. And we need them to do so. And that means that we cannot, cannot continue to have an attitude in this society that says, oh, the police are evil, the police are awful. They're they're going around and arresting innocent black men all the time. It's It's the same with our soldiers as well. Look, there's no doubt, you know, they're acts of war, which are, you know, they are still criminal. Um, There's no doubt at all about that by... by, um, uh, you know, some army officers, and we've seen that, you know, in Iraq and elsewhere. But we also have a situation where, you know, sitting in judgment, you know, from a TV studio or, or sitting in judgment from our armchairs watching telly, very much easier than those split second decisions, high adrenaline, fear, um, you know, uh, and the need the need to do your job. I, I think there, but for the grace, that that's the thing. Um, let me read out what Suella Bravman tweeted yesterday. She had to face a lot of criticism for this. She wrote, we depend on our brave firearms officers to protect us from the most dangerous and violent in society. In the interests of public safety, they have to make split-second decisions under extraordinary pressures. They mustn't fear ending up in the dock for carrying out their duties. Officers risking their lives to keep us safe have my full backing, and I will do everything in my power to support them. That's why I've launched a review to ensure they have the confidence in to do their jobs while protecting us all. This, by the way, tweeted over a, a an article about armed Met officers walking up with a picture of of a, a protest saying justice for Chris Kappa. So very much linking her statement to that case. She's been backed there by the Mark Rowley, the uh, Met chief. Um, who's saying, you know, I welcome your announcement earlier today that we'll be launching a review into how police officers are held to account when force is used. And he says, I believe this is an area long overdue for reform to address a number of imbalances. Do you think, though, you know, there will at least be a review of this and perhaps um, the system made perhaps fair at all? Yeah, and you can only imagine what it's like to be a response officer for the Met who yeah. goes and picks up some absolute scallywag from the gutter who's shouting all sorts of what to arrive back at the police station, having helped him to his feet, been spat at, hit over, mm. thrown up, all the rest of it that happens on a daily basis to turn up at the police station and to hear him turn around saying, your officer assaulted me, yeah. your officer assaulted me, can we have an investigation please? And then for that not to, to result in years of doubt and yeah. speculation and it's for years and years and again absolutely well look I'd love to hear from you do get in touch treat me at Talk TV text 8722 give us a call on 0344 I just want to know what is your reaction the army having been placed on standby after a mass walkout by armed met police officers uh, following a decision to charge a colleague with a murder up next we're going to talk about HS2 NHS strikes and the impact on uh, well all of us uh, and the Hollywood writers strike it's likely to be over but will anyone notice the difference? This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. 